The opinions expressed on the following program are those of the program sponsor, Shadow of Its Wings Ministry, and its hosts and callers, and may not reflect those of KSLR or Salem Communications. The content of this program may not be suitable for young listeners and is intended for a mature audience. Parents are strongly encouraged to use discretion with children who may be listening. Share comments with Shadow of His Wings Ministry at 210-887-9007 or online at shadowofhiswingsministry.com. Love is done its part And let Him reign in my life and my heart Love is done its part Welcome to Healing Hidden Wounds with Lee and Shay Preston, directors of Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We pray those who feel forgotten by Christ or who don't feel worthy to call upon the name of Jesus can come to find His hope, His grace, His healing, and ultimately, His love. Let's listen in as Lee and Shay seek to offer real answers to life's tough questions. Good evening. Thanks for joining us tonight. We're uh, glad to be here. I'm Lee Preston, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Shay. Hi, Shay. Hello. She has her Ignite the Fire shirt on tonight. Uh, If you've ever been to an Ignite event, it's a cool thing. We went several years ago, and uh, it was just a great concert. So... You are listening to Healing Hidden Wounds, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry, and we're glad to be here this evening. Uh, we make the trek in from our retreat center in, Agape, in, in out near Canyon Lake at the Agape Dome. So it's a bit of a, a trip, and so we get to talk and kind of decide what we're going to talk about. And tonight we determined we're going to talk about uh, trials and the sufferings of Christ, uh, relating to the sufferings of Christ and, and what happens when trials hit your life. And uh, so we're going to jump into that here soon. I want to offer just a few things before we jump in. Uh, Shadow of His Wings Ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit uh, ministry, and we love having you visit our website so you can see all the things that God is, is doing in our ministry. Our website is www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com. You can also visit our Healing Hidden Wounds website where we have all the podcasts for previous shows and uh, you can pick those that seem to fit your needs the, the most. We uh, are a counseling and healing ministry uh, here in South Texas, and we love helping folks. We have come out of uh, broken places ourselves and have found Christ's healing and his grace and his absolute uh, setting captives free. And so we want to be a part of helping uh, or joining him in his work uh, as he sets the captive free. And so we are blessed to be able to do that. Again, we are shadow of his wings ministry and we would love to have you check us out if you would like to sponsor this radio show or help uh, participate in donating towards it you're welcome to go to that same website www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com and go to the donate page you can donate one time or you can do a monthly donation any of those are great Thanks for listening tonight. We are glad to be here. I don't know if you all are feeling it, but we're kind of feeling there seems to be some fall in the air, right, Shay? Fall is in the air. It's starting to feel a little bit cooler. Still in the 90s, but 
but I can feel it coming. Can't you feel it? I it's, can. Uh, it's like I'm excited. You can almost feel the cool air coming up your back, right? Exactly. I'm ready to get the pumpkins out and start making pumpkin pie. That's right. Sitting out on the porch and uh, watching the sun go down early. I think we're supposed to to fall backwards. Not this weekend, but next weekend, if I'm not mistaken. I don't want to give any any information oh, out know. just yet, but look it up because I saw something about falling back coming up soon. So I don't know. What do you think? Do you like falling back or do you prefer spring forward? It's my favorite time. I like it to get dark early. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I prefer spring forward. So, you know, that's just the way Shay and I are usually different than a lot of things. But but there's a lot of things we're alike in, and, and we believe it helps us complement one another. So I, I will appreciate your falling backwards. Yes. Well, we are glad you're here tonight. Uh, we just had a great weekend, a retreat, where we had some ladies come out to the house. It was a, uh, he, um, I'm sorry, it was a Journey to Joy retreat for wives, and it was just a great time. Great there was time. some courageous women who uh, c- came out to the house to talk about pain and brokenness and things that they had had to go through for with their husband's sexual brokenness and and you all, you know, may get tired of us talking about it, but we just believe that pornography and sexually broken uh, things in this world, things that expose our children and our teens to, to just things that aren't innocent and not pure at a very young age, can sure destroy um, a heart. And so, we work with men and uh, who have struggles in the areas of their sexuality, and we also work with their wives. And it was just really cool to see some of these wives. They got there at the beginning of the week weekend and we're very angry and hurt and just closed and by the end of the weekend it was really cool to just see many of them say they were committed to try to love their husband in spite of his brokenness amen and that was just a cool it was place. just great and if you're a wife out there and and this may have been have affected your life or or is affecting your life we invite you to go to www.journeytojoy.com dot org and you can get some information we're having an, another one come up in i believe it's november november, I'm not november 3rd i believe yes so check our website at journeytojoy.org and you can get more information we are a call-in show and so as we're talking about trials tonight our heart was really as we were driving in at least i believe that you know one of the things our heart was specifically drawn to was just anybody out there right now who's struggling with trials you know, just feeling like God's forgotten them or feeling like there's, they're in, under so much of a trial that they really can't see a lot of hope right now. And just trying to walk through that with them, you know, uh, and just looking at what trials do to our lives and, and what we begin to feel in the midst of a trial and so, or, or any kind of suffering. You know, I, I can honestly tell you, uh, some of the things we saw this weekend were, was, it was true suffering. You could see these wives were suffering through a lot of pain and a lot of hurt. And, and we're not just talking to wives. We're talking about anyone who is feeling suffering right now or feeling like they're suffering through a, a situation that they don't know how to grasp. Well, and you really can't be real specific because, you know, each of our lives are unique. Absolutely. And so our sufferings are different, but uh, doesn't make the pain any less than another person's. Amen. And so... Um, 
So if you are in the midst of something right now or have been in the midst of it, um, listen in. Yes, and we'd like to hear from you. Maybe you'd like to share what you're going through. We'd be glad to, to pray for you. We'd actually love to pray with you and, um, and join in with you in your suffering on just a small scale. Well, we uh, have a song that we want to play tonight. Uh, it uh, relates to suffering, and uh, it is uh, it was a song that we uh, one of the ladies suggested this weekend, and I remember it's a beautiful song. It's by Jenny Owens. So if you've ever heard her before, you might even recognize this song. It's a, the, it's called "If You Want Me To," and uh, let's just listen in, and then we'll talk a little bit. That was Jenny Owen, and that was If You Want Me To, uh, a beautiful song. It is a song that can touch your heart if you're in the middle of a trial or in the middle of suffering, in the middle of loss. Um, I, I was just writing as a part of the song down. I love where she says, I'll remember, I'll, I'll remember your suffering your love put you through. 
you know, uh, and I, I love that place because Jesus chose to suffer for us. He chose to, to, to get up on the cross knowing that he would suffer, knowing what was coming for us because his love put him there. Yes. Uh, and, um, and I think it's, a, it's an interesting journey if you can begin looking at how, uh, love and how suffering sometimes go hand in hand. Yes. Uh, it's it's an amazing thing when relationships take you to the places of of wanting to love someone and then yet that person doesn't always behave the way you want them to or doesn't always do what you want them to and they hurt your feelings and so you feel suffering you feel hurt and pain well and unloved unloved and yet God says I'm still calling you to this place and uh, kind of walking through that tonight yes. I think it's it is a difficult place to look because it's hard to see that somebody loves you and they're hurting you. Amen. You know, or you're in a situation and I'm talking about it could be somebody that's close to you, somebody in your life, but a lot of times it turns to God and it turns, you know, God, why am I in this situation? Why is this happening to me? Why do I have this illness? Why why, you know? Sure. You know, just like God is against me. And, you know, I think that's interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to throw this question out to anybody listening. Remember, we are a call-in show. Our number is 210-340-9585. I'd be interested to hear, why do you think that we turn on God at the first sign of suffering? or at the first sign of of trials? Why do you think sometimes we immediately turn to God and say, why, God, why are you allowing this? You know, why do we always assume that somehow God is is putting us through this? What do you think? Well, my first thought is, because for me, it's like God is the one that that has the ability to love no matter what. He has the the he has the ability. He's supposed to be the creator. He created me. Amen. He knit me together in my mother's womb. And so of all the people that could move move the powers that be, move the mountains, move my circumstances, it would be God himself. Absolutely. And if he doesn't do that or if he causes me to suffer what I perceive causing me to suffer, right? Then, then he must not love me. Amen. But but it doesn't always mean that he's causing the suffering, right? And I think that's the that's the ten thousand dollar answer right there because I agree a hundred percent with you. I I think it's interesting because if you can grasp God's heart then you won't be so quick to assume that he's allowing, he's causing it. He may be allowing it, but he may not be causing it. You know, uh, I think that is a journey with God that takes suffering. Once you go through the suffering, you understand him a little more in that area. You know, sometimes we get to, to, to thinking, you know what, I want to pray first before we go any further, because this comes to my mind, I just want to pray okay. real quick. Right. Father, I do pray for these words, because I think you are an almighty, all-knowing, all-powerful God that is also all-loving. And yet we do live in a world where there's pain and suffering and trials and, and destruction. 
And so we need you. We need your help. We need your understanding. We need to grasp who you are in this. And we also need to be able to walk through the trials if you want me to. If you want us to walk through them, we we want to see where you are in them. And we thank you for who you are. And I'm praying, I pray, I just have a heart tonight for people who might be listening right now or facing some trials. Whatever they determine that to be, whether it's on the on the small end of the scale or the large end of the scale, it doesn't really matter. A trial is a trial. Pain is pain. Suffering is suffering. And so we just we just call out, Father, to those people who might be listening now who are just struggling. Maybe they're even struggling to find you right now because they're just not sure what to do and they feel like they've been in this place for way too long. And so I just pray for the words that you give us tonight. I thank you that you meet us here. And Father, I thank you that it is sometimes very evident that we we find a closeness when we go through a suffering. When our sufferings are great, we find great closeness with you. But sometimes we can also find great despair and worry that you're not here. And so help us walk through these places of despair and of suffering in your will and in your way. And may we trust you along this path. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, I, I think it's uh, it's interesting about, you know, kind of what we were talking about today is, is, uh, is working with the wives that we had seen over the weekend and just seeing how many of them were asking, you know, why? Why would this happen to me? Why would my husband be the one that has this problem? And again, I don't want to focus on just marriages, but I, I think it's important to initially be willing and or being at least um, free to be honest with your questions, you know, God, why? Why did this happen? Maybe it's a a, a loss of a job or a, a, a child who gets sick or a, a miscarriage or a broken marriage or, a, you know, whatever those things are. Father, why is this here? And sometimes it's okay. Well, I think it's always okay to just honestly say, Lord, I'm crying out to you because I don't understand. I don't understand why I'm here. It hurts to be here. And I, and I think he is loving enough and he is faithful enough to walk alongside of us. Amen. So I think that's an important place to begin looking is just where, where am I and what do I believe God is? Where do I believe God is in this process in my life? Sometimes it's, it's hard to see where God is. I mean, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about how, you know, Jesus, his suffering and, um, you know, sometimes we say, why should we suffer? And we forget that Jesus himself suffered. He suffered, you know, he felt emotions, the same emotions that we feel uh, he has felt. And even all the way to the cross. Amen. And, and how do you think it, it helps us to be able to relate to the sufferings of Christ? Do you have any thoughts on that? You may, need to re, you may need to reword that. I'm not. Well, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about, <laughs> just about, you know, the sufferings of Christ. And, and I think when I look at my own life, I, I, it's very apparent to me 
now, not in the midst of it, but it's very apparent to me now that as I was going through the trials, as I was going through the suffering, that on the other side of it, I, I could understand more about the sufferings that Christ went through. How is that? How, how could you do that? Well, I'm, I'm trying to understand, so just... Well, at the end, through it, I began to realize, you know, where he was rejected, I've been rejected, or where I've been rejected, he was rejected. Certainly. And so I could grasp onto that and say, so you, you know, it says that he understands our sufferings, he understands the things that we've gone through. Right. And so in that moment, it was a, it was just a place of, of just realizing that, you know, every place I've felt rejected, he understands that because he too has, has been rejected. Yes. And every place that I've been betrayed or let down or disappointed, he's felt those things as well. Right. And I, I think that's kind of what we were talking about today uh, with wives is just trying to figure out the... You know, what, why do we think that we, we wouldn't have some suffering in this world? Well, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about my own life. And I'm thinking about the times when I've experienced suffering, emotional, physical, you know, whatever the suffering may have been in my life. And I think, you know, I have been angry at God before. And, and you know, why would God do this to me? Even to the point of, you know, before, you know, really de- dedicating my life to God, you know, where I lived in fear that, you know what, if I went and did this or traveled over here or, or whatever, that God was somehow going to cause me harm and hurt me. Right. And the truth is that... I learned just through my suffering, the things that I went through, I would not have the faith and just the, just experience the grace of God and not knowing that grace of God without going through some of those things. Right. And I'm sure that's, you know, sometimes people are like, well, you know, well, how, how is that? You know, how is it that I, you have to go through something to to really, you know, understand grace and understand love? But if you don't go through those times, then you, you know, we as as people sometimes tend to to kind of be the world revolves around us, you know, pretty, right. you know, I mean, it's even from little, you know, from young age, you know, it's it's kind of this this thing that, you know what, everything that goes on around me somehow, you know, how it's does about it, me. how, yeah, it's about me, how does it affect me, you know, and sometimes we have to see that, that, that it doesn't always, it's not always experienced that way. You know, I, I, my learning to forgive those who have hurt me has taught me to love deeply. You know? Right. And I think that Christ, you know, that's kind of an example that Christ gave. You know, Christ came and, and, you know, he loved. 
He loved when he was mocked. He loved when he was beaten, you know, and but yet he loved, he loved, and he loved. And to be able to do that, you know, is, I mean, it's not easy. Right. It's not an easy journey. It's not an easy, like it says in the Bible, to pray for those who despise you. Right. Pray for those who do you wrong. You know, that's not easy. Right. And, um, you know, we were talking this weekend about the the whole love chapter, you know, and the greatest of love these is, patient, is love. Love and, is kind. Yeah, and the one that always sticks out in my mind is is love keeps no record of wrongs. And so, you know, if you don't keep record of wrongs, then... I mean, that just pulls the rug out of a lot of arguments that you have with people. Absolutely, because even in suffering, he says, don't keep a record of wrongs. Yes, and so when somebody does you wrong, you know, sometimes it's said, you know, well, they they did me wrong. They've done this again. They've done this again. And so how can I keep letting that happen? That's right. I need to put my foot down at some point. I'm not going to let you hurt me anymore, right? Well, that's then, the thinking. That's the thinking, but then that's not really love. That's control. That's where control starts to creep in, and we don't keep, and we begin to keep a record. Then, yes. and we'd love, we'd love to hear from you. We're getting ready to take a break. You want to give them the number again? Sure. The number is two one zero three four zero nine five eight five, and let's keep talking about. Going through trials and loving through them. And we'll talk in, in when we come back. Now let him reign in my life and my heart. Love has done its part. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, your perfect love is casting out fear. That's right. Whom then shall I fear? I love that song. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You know, I I want folks to understand that we aren't talking about this lightly because trials and pain and hurts and disappointments of this world, they do cause pain. They definitely cause pain. And nobody uh, nobody wants to go through them. I, I, I'm going to quote a, a verse of the of the song by Jenny Owens, and it says, "It may not have been the way I would have chosen." You know, sometimes trials in our life are not the way we would have chosen it. You know, I I I, I know trials sometimes are beyond our control. And we don't know what to do with them. And so we may not have chosen the path that God has us on in that moment. But 
he is going to keep walking along with us, and he, he has a purpose to his plan. Amen. We, we have a caller on the air, on, on the phone, I believe, Mary. Hi, Mary, you're on the air. This is Healing Hidden Wounds. Hello, Mary, are you there? Mary, did we lose you? Hello? Hi, Mary. You're on the air. This is Lee Preston with Healing Hidden Wounds. Yes, I, I'm driving. Uh, I do have a question, and I'm just going to listen to your comments on the air. Is that okay? That's beautiful. Okay. Um, you mentioned not keeping records, and um, also that at one point people tend to say enough. And you mentioned that that was a form of control. Yes. My question, my, yeah, my question is, um, we've been married over 25 years, and my husband has never stopped pursuing women, whether it be on Facebook, whether it be at work. Um, I'll find pictures, I'll find... And so at what point am I supposed to say enough? You know, because it doesn't, it just doesn't seem to stop. Sure. Well, um... I think okay. I'll let so you. I'm going to hang up with you so I can listen. Thank you so much. All right. You're welcome, Mary. Thanks for calling in. And that's a hard question. You know, it's a hard, it's a hard thing. And that's an, it's interesting that Mary has this situation because it's a lot of what we dealt with this weekend at the Journey to Joy is, is wives whose husbands can't seem to get away from impurity, pornography, uh, you know, looking at, at, at images or, uh, don't think there's anything wrong with it. And I guess I will just kind of address that, or answer that in two different ways. The first way is, is, you know, is he interested in help, and is he realize it's a it's a problem? And if it is, then I think there's nothing wrong with sitting down and talking about ways that he can get help, uh, and talking to him about uh, your hurts and how it hurts your feelings and what it makes you feel. Uh, if he says that he doesn't really see any problem with it, and this is just the way he, you know, likes to have fun, is looking at images or pursuing women, uh, then I think that certainly that's a different story, but I, I think it's still important. It's like we, we offer to the, the ladies at Journey to Joy is, you know, if God has brought you here to this marriage, then is he faithful to continue the work that he started? Is God faithful, not your husband, but is your, is God faithful to continue the work here, um, even if you don't see him responding? I don't think there's anything wrong with sharing with him what it makes you feel and how it hurts and what it, it does to you and, and the, the, the feelings that you have about it, but, um, I, it's just our belief. I, I'll let Shay speak here in a minute, but it's just our belief that, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's a bad place. It's a broken place. It's not any good. It hurts. I promise you. I, I, I can, I can even hear you speaking your hurt, uh, through the radio, but I would encourage you to begin placing your trust in, in God and asking, and not that you haven't already, I don't mean it like you haven't done that, 
and I and I really want to be careful because we are we believe in being real, and so I know that can feel very uncomfortable to say I hurt, and he does these things, and it destroys my heart. And for me to say, oh, you know, buck up and be a good little Christian and just don't keep any records of wrongs. I, I'm truly not saying that. I'm truly saying, you know, when your husband or anyone in your life is caught in sin and they don't see a way out or they don't think there's anything wrong with it, sometimes the only place you can stay is remaining faithful to the Lord and saying, I don't know what to do with this. It hurts uh, I need your help, Lord. The Lord your God is your maker. That's in Isaiah. The Lord your God is your maker. He is your husband. You know, Father, I'm going to let you be my husband. I don't know what to do with this, but I'm going to trust that you're working. It's like going to your prayer closet and just pouring over it in prayer and continuing to seek the Lord and and what do I do here? And And then you have to ask yourself some questions. You know, do I love him? In spite of what he's doing, as much as it hurts, do I still feel love there? And do I still feel called to keep loving? Uh, because that's where that whole not keeping a record of wrongs is, is. How do I put this away and turn all my pain over to God every single time I find out he's been looking at things or pursuing women on Facebook or whatever those things are? What do I do? to turn that over to the Lord and try not to keep a record of it and continuing to love. What are your thoughts? Well, I was just sitting here and I was thinking, you know, I, I you know, I want to explain because she was asking about, you know, what is the difference in sure. not keeping record of wrongs and when is enough, you know, when is enough is enough. Sure. Okay. And I think the, the main thing to remember is, is, the way I see it is when we're called to love and love well and love is not keeping a record of wrongs, that doesn't at all mean that we stay in a harmful situation. It just means that we're still called to love. It's not saying, it's not saying that, that you have to stay in a hurtful situation. I mean, that is between a, you and God. Or, you know, whoever the person is in the situation. It's between you and God. And so the thing is, is to, to remain faithful to your commitment to God and to continue loving well and not, not holding a, a record of wrongs. Because if you start holding, re keeping record of wrongs, you know, that gives way to bitterness in your heart. Sure. And when bitterness comes in, then then you're not able to love, and that's what we're called to do. Right. And and I would add to that 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 trying not to keep a record of wrongs and that it's you don't have to stay in a harmful situation, but I think it is something you have to begin looking at and asking the Lord, is this is this where I'm supposed to still be? Because we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. We don't know what God is doing in your husband's heart. And so I oftentimes uh, just remind folks that, you know, 
Moses did issue or allow certificates of divorce to be issued in times of sexual impurity, when there was a sexual adultery in a marriage. But if you notice, the second half of that verse says, because their hearts were hardened. Now, if your husband's heart is hardened to the point where he says, you know, I'm going to keep doing this. I don't care what you say. I'm going to keep pursuing women, and I'm going to keep having affairs, and I'm going to keep doing these things, then his heart is hardened. And so you may have to take a step to say, I need to be in a place where I don't feel hurt all the time. It may not mean divorce. It may mean separation. It may mean a time away where you can say, I need to, I I, I want you to know I can't keep living this way. But if his heart is isn't hardened and his heart is just wanting to get some freedom but he doesn't really know how, then I think those are two different things and I think that's where your heart then has to be careful not to keep a record of all these things and to keep loving him through that rather than just say I'm done. Right. Well, and one one other thing she had mentioned um, the caller Mary uh, she had asked how is this control? And I think the best way that I can explain it is that when you, when you say, um, enough is enough. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this anymore. Say if I'm in a, a marriage where the husband is, is doing the things Mary's husband is doing. And, and I say, you know what? Enough is enough. I've had enough. You know? And that's, that, the reason we mention that that is, Possibly to look at as being an issue of control is because is because you're making the decision. Sometimes you're making the decision to guard your heart, to to set up boundaries, to to just not be hurt anymore. You're trying to control the situation and control what's going on. And by all means, if God has released a person and said, you know what, he, his heart is hardened. And you have every right to divorce. You know, that's not control because that's God. That's sure. God making the decision. And, there's a real and it always, the, the bottom line is always going back to God and letting God have his way in whatever direction you go in that situation. Absolutely. And there's a real fine line there because... You know, many a times people have said, oh, God told me it was time to divorce. Well, it was really their hurt that told them it was time to divorce. But so you do have to be careful about that. But I also think control is is when I just want to be done because I hurt too much. I want to be out of here because it hurts. But what if, and this is just a question, you know, it's just a question to ponder, Mary and anyone else who might be listening, is what if God has placed me here to help love my husband out of this place? Maybe he has placed me here to keep loving him and showing him love, but also letting him know how much it hurts me and trying to develop that love. You know, to say, I want you to know how much I love you in spite. It's like it's like a movie we watched today. I won't give it away, but we watched a great movie today that was, it's in the theaters. It's called, what, I'm sorry. The War Room. The War Room. You know, it's it really puts all the focus on praying and taking those disappointments to the Lord and saying, okay, I'm going to pray until I see something change. And and you just never know what God may have in store. And that's kind of why we're talking about this tonight, is that is suffering. Mary understands suffering. She understands being rejected. She understands being betrayed. She understands being compared. 
and yet you just have to be careful that you don't miss God's word, God's God's heart when He may say, "I want you to walk through this. I know it's not what you would have chosen, but I want you to walk through this with your husband, and I'm going to do something through it." Amen. And so I know we probably didn't give you any specific answers because it's very hard to give an absolute answer. But but I just want to encourage people. I, I think what we've struggled with is we hear many times even well-meaning Christians and sometimes well-meaning counselors say things like, you know, well, God would never want me to be in this place of unhappiness. But you never know because trials are unhappy. Trials hurt. Suffering does hurt. And yet sometimes if you walk through that suffering, even if it's your own husband or even your child, sometimes it's a child, you know, who gets mixed up in drugs or gets mixed up in something. And, and everybody's saying, well, just tough love, you know, kick him out of the house. But but what if God says, don't kick him out of the house? Keep loving them. Keep keep reminding them of your of, of your love. That's true. I wanted to share a, a scripture. It's from Romans 5, 3 through 5. It says, More than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. You know, that just, that says a lot, you know. Sometimes it's kind of what I was talking about earlier, you know, and the sufferings that we've gone through. There's probably a lot of people that have a testimony that say, you know what, I would not trade what I have been through in my life. Because I learned so much. Right. You know, because it taught me endurance. Well, and I, I praise God for the sufferings I went through. And I know people were praying for me along the way and wondering, when is he ever going to change? When are things ever going to get different? And that's why I just want to, I don't mean to keep, you know, uh, going back to Mary because I don't want her to feel like, you know, we're, you know, kind of harping on her. But, but I. We just don't know when God can move in a situation. And so, um, you know, I, I know there were people who thought, when is he ever going to get it? And when is he going to see what he's doing? And when is he going to stop doing these things? And I know I cause suffering. But well, I, I look back on that now and I say, wow, I'm so thankful that those who were faithful were faithful in through the process. Well, and if we take this... If we take this situation and we we talk about suffering, you know, and it teaches endurance, you know, when you when you pray, you pray, and you know what, Lord, help me in this situation. I don't want to endure this. Sure. I don't want to go through this, you know. And and God is the one that gives us the strength. God is the one that works through that. And and it says when you endure, okay, when you last through your suffering, that produces character. Right. And guess what? Character produces hope. Hope. And you know what? When you have hope, you don't, you don't, it, that's a battle. I mean, that's winning a battle in itself against bitterness. That's right. Because and the if world... you don't have the root of bitterness, you know, you can just maintain that hope and your situation likely will change. Absolutely. And you just never know when your your situation might go from 
I'm angry at him right now. I'm hurt by what he does. Whatever the situation is, I don't like what's going on here. And so I withdraw my love and I kind of stay distant and I'm a bit angry and I'm a bit hurt. And then God says, I want you to return. I want you to show love again. I want you to not keep records of wrongs right now. I know he's hurting you. I know by what he's doing, by the things he's looking at, the people he's pursuing, that's hurting you. But right now, I want you to not keep a record of those wrongs and just go back and show love to your husband. And you don't know that that might not be the thing that changes him. And that's for any trial. It's for anybody. You know, people will hurt us in this world. But God says, take heart. I've overcome the world. He's overcome it. And yet, I get it. I'm not the one going through that trial right now. So I might, if I were going through it, I might be the one shaking my fist to God saying, I don't know why I'm still here and, and why won't you release me? But the beautiful thing about Christ is if you can understand his sufferings, then you begin to look and say, you know, he went through what I'm going through. So I can walk through this trial just a little bit longer until I know that he's telling me one way or the other. You know, I'm going to pray until I see something. You know, prayer is a powerful tool. I mean, if we get on our knees instead of instead of getting frustrated and upset and bitter and angry and hurt by everything that we see, if we get on our knees and keep praying, then God shows us great things and he will move. I love that uh, on, Jenny Owens also says, um, it says, trials bring us closer to you. And, and I can, I can tell you that, you know, when you have nowhere else to turn, I can say in my own life, my trials have brought me closer to Christ. Because Amen. when you have nowhere else to go except to the one who made you, the one who created you, the one that, that formed you, like you said earlier, formed you in your mother's womb, then what you end up finding is you find that He's the only one that can breathe a sigh of understanding into your life. Amen. He's the only one that can say, even to Mary or to anyone else listening right now, you know what, sweetie, I get it. I think that's what Jesus is saying. I understand. I know you're hurting. I know that every time that happens, it wipes you out. It tells you you're not worth anything. It tells you that he doesn't care about you. But I care. I'm walking with you. I'm going to keep walking with you. I'm going to keep going through this path. I'm going to walk through this trial with you. And as we walk, I will keep talking to you and sharing with you what I have for you. And and it is true. Through those trials, trials bring perseverance. And ultimately, perseverance leads to character and character leads to hope. Something about trials that I think is also, uh, you know, kind of important to walk, to, to at least begin thinking about, especially if you're in a trial right now. And that is, you know, when you begin, what do you be, what do you do with your view of God? How do you view God through a trial? Because sometimes we can look at God and we can see, we see in the midst of a trial, I don't know about you all, maybe i am got some weirdness in me, <laughs> but when, I, when I've gone through trials before, I sometimes get angry at God. I sometimes shake my fist at him and say, you know, I don't understand why you're causing this. Or even if I kind of know he's not causing it, but he's allowing it. 
you know, I kind of want him to do something about it. And so, you know, he's been very gracious with me to always walk through that with me and help me see, you know, where it's coming from and why it's going on and what I can do with it. And sometimes I can't do anything with it. But, you know, the most amazing thing is that initially I get angry because, you know, I, I just want my dad to help me. I want him to come through for me. I want him to step up and, and make it go away. And sometimes he just doesn't do that. Sometimes he says, I'm going to walk alongside you even if I don't stop it, even if I don't take you from take it from you. And I, and I just want to address control a little bit again, because sometimes in that moment we get tired of being hurt. And so we step in. We step in and we begin to say, I'm going to do something there because I don't want to get hurt anymore. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to take this out. I'm going to stop this, this situation. I'm going to keep it from happening. So I will set up this boundary. I will stop this. I will stop that. And I will make sure that it doesn't happen again. So we are Healing Hidden Wounds Radio. If uh, we've got a little bit time lip, left, if you have a comment or a question, you're welcome to call us at 210-340-9585. We've been talking tonight about just struggles and trials and those things that cause pain in your life and what you do with those Um Healing Hidden Wounds Radio uh, is, is we also have a podcast, uh, I'm sorry, a website called Healing Hidden Wounds. You're welcome to go there if you have any topics that you'd like to talk about and or issues you don't have answers to. Uh, you're also welcome to email us. Our email is info at shadowofhiswingsministry.com. You know, folks, we are not trying to say that we have all the answers. We're just offering to you that, you know, as a trial comes, you can either take that trial and do something with it as as you walk along that path with the Lord, or you can turn to bitterness or turn to control and you can begin to, to just go to those places and just try to get out of it. And all we're offering is what if by chance God says, I want you to do something different with you. I'm going to read a verse here. It's John 16:33. It says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. Now, that's a crazy beginning to this verse, because if you've heard it before, you'll know. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So he's basically outright saying there that we will have troubles in this world. Yes. That we will have struggles, that we will have pain, that we will not always have the life we're looking for. Uh, that we will have children who who don't always follow way, the way we'd like them to follow. That we all may also have, um, you know, we may have jobs that we lose. We may have bumps in the road. But take heart. Criminal illnesses. That's right. But take heart. I have overcome the world. And and I'm not saying they're easy. I think that's the most important thing is is that it's not easy, but it's worth it to keep walking. Well, and it's worth it to to realize that God is still on his throne. That's right. And he is not shaken by your trials. He will love you through your trials. If you just keep walking and keep turning to him and don't let your heart go to bitterness. 
Join us next week where we'll keep offering some real answers to life's tough questions. Thanks for listening. Your love has done its part. Let him reign in my life and my heart. Thank you for listening to Healing Hidden Wounds, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We hope through the words spoken here, you found Christ's hope, healing, and restoration. Shadow of His Wings is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, and this radio show is listener-supported. Please go to www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com to donate if you'd like to support the work we do. 